Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. Good morning. Happy Monday. I had a Monday off last week. Uh, We were in Los Angeles with family. It was awesome and wonderful. I hope that you missed me. (laughs) You probably didn't, but that's okay. Uh, It's a rainy Monday here in St. Louis. We're going to be leaving here shortly. We had a jam-packed weekend. We got back from LA and for three days we had a model that we discovered at the Hangout Fest here for the weekend. So we spent our weekend helping somebody believe in the power of their dreams. And uh, what a better way to spend the weekend. It takes a little energy, uh, but it's so worth it. It's so good. And we're going to be off on another kind of business meets pleasure couple of days. And so I wanted to share a few things before before we hit the road. Today I'm talking to you about being realistic. Air quotes are happening really fast on this one. And hopeful. Um, I've never been one to be particularly fond of people who hinge their whole life on what's realistic, what's logical, which to me all falls into the category of what's safe and predictable, just because I don't believe that you ever are going to really find um, a lot in that way of thinking. I mean, I just don't, I don't think that that's how God wants us to think. I want, I think that he wants us to think beyond, that's probably why I have a tattoo about it, exceedingly abundantly beyond all you can ask or think. That's how we should all think. And when we slip into thinking that deviates from that, we need to pick ourselves up and get back on it. Um, I've thought a lot about this this idea just because, and I completely understand it, in our world we'll have parents, friends, boyfriends, people who will say to an aspiring model, I just don't think it's very realistic that... Um, you could make a living doing that, which we have a whole wall of um, success stories that can attest to the fact that it it can be very real, um, and that th- there's an excitement in in grasping onto that. Uh, I also recently, as I was working on this, heard somebody talking about "Don't get your hopes up" and how how it almost becomes an adage in people's life. Well, don't get your hopes up. You know, that if you if you are working towards this or you're hoping for something to happen or you're believing for something to happen, people have no hesitation to say to you, don't get your hopes up, which isn't that the most ludicrous thing that anybody could ever say. I think it should be the opposite that we should be saying to, to everybody, be hopeful. 
fight to fight the 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 you know I woke up this morning and watched Good Morning America and there's another mass shooting and there's so many things and it's so easy to slip into discouragement and I never want to be in a bubble where I don't know what's happening in this world but by the same token I always want to remain hopeful and I also want to think that there are things that are so beyond my reality uh, that it's my responsibility to keep myself in in that mental place. I follow lots of really inspiring people on social media. Um, I think what Rachel Hollis has done with her books is just incredible. And I love that now she's working alongside of her husband. Of course, we relate to that a lot. Dave Hollis. And I watched, he just wrote a book. I'm excited to read it. And he uh, had something that I watched over the weekend where he was talking about well-meaning people that are very close to you, more often than not, are the first people to talk you out of a crazy dream or an unrealistic goal, air quotes. Um, And I thought it was very inspiring, and he was so transparent to say that in the early years of when Rachel was determining that she wanted to kind of shift her focus, start writing books, doing more speaking, now they have events that they hold, that he shared that the first event that they had, they had 176 people, I think, at that event, and two years later, uh, they had 11,000 that's how I believe. I believe that that's so possible. But he shared that in the beginning, as Rachel was starting to go to conferences and really set an intention to fill herself with positive things and open her mind to new dreams, et cetera, et cetera, that he was one of the most discouraging people to her. And in hindsight, that he felt like Mentally, at the place that he was in his life, first of all, he was feeling kind of discouraged, a little burnt out of where he was in his uh, career. Although from the outside, everything appeared super successful, which is very often how things appear. And that he was discouraging to her. And during the years that I was really involved with Arbonne, um, I worked my up to my way up to regional vice president. I earned my white Mercedes. I had a really great team. And one of the things that they talked about a lot and we would share with our teams, and I've used that going forward in conversations with models and people when they are looking at achieving new things in their life, is that... M- very often, it's the people that you love that you're most close to that will lovingly try to... It may come from a loving place, but they they tend to um, not encourage. One of my favorite speakers back when I was going to these conferences was Les Brown. I love his kind of old school, um, inspiring messages that he would give. And I like never forget watching him on a stage and he was standing there and he turned to the audience and he said, when people start trying to talk you out of achieving new things, just remember, he said, I would always wonder, why are they doing this to me? And then he turned and he walked across the stage. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. He was walking across the stage going, it's because I represent what you won't do in your life. Because he was being brave and bold. And he was like, I do want more. And I unapologetically am pursuing it. And I think that it it just is human nature sometimes. So it's something that we have to battle. I talked about, I thought more about the building of what's realistic and um, 
keeping your hopes up. And I was at a time in my life where I had a voice very loud in my head, one that was very close to me. The person would always say, I'll believe it when I see it. And it used to make the hair on the back of my neck just stand because I was like, no, you have to see it first. You have to have a vision first. And then you believe it. And then it manifests. And even if it doesn't manifest in the way that you think, one way or another, it will lead you to a really beautiful place. I was thinking about all the things in my life that aren't realistic. It was not realistic to be a model scout in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, especially 20 years ago where it was a very uncommon thing. Now, because of social media, I think more and more people are, are saying, oh, I want to be in, in a mother agent, or I want to do this, but it was a rare thing. It was not realistic. And when I was on the brink of giving up, that was the perfect time for God to go, here, I'm going to give you Ashton Kutcher as the example of of what can be, I'm going to place you in each other's lives. And so I think that's one of the reasons why my relationship with him is so uniquely special because I know that he was the answer to my prayer to keep going. And to be honest, I know that it was the same for him in his life, which is a whole, which is a whole other podcast. Um, our relationship, my relationship with Jeff in every way was unrealistic to think that it could ever work. There's, I had three kids, he had one. We lived in different states. We come from very different backgrounds. There's an age difference between the two of us. We're different races. Like every single thing, if I was writing down a checklist, this is not, this is not realistic that this can work. And guess what? This coming month, August 21st, we celebrate 20 years of marriage and 22 years of, t- of being together because we didn't let uh, not only our limitations, but the limitations that other people would try and put on us take away from what just felt really right and continues to. And was it realistic? Probably not. <laughs> and, and, and that's the beauty of it. When our oldest daughter, Tiana, was like, I want to go be a dancer. Uh, I want to tour the world. I want to do these things. And this was a girl from Iowa who'd never really even experienced anything outside of the box other than this bubble that we lived in at that point. But she was determined. And I think because I was always so determined and we were able to do some things that kind of opened a little door, honestly, just a place for her to stay, that she dove in and she never looked back. And to be, and then I remember somebody going, well, it's not realistic. She can't be a dancer forever. And we're like, no, because that's going to lead to something else. And 10 years after a decade of touring major tours and every award show and the Olympics and this really impressive dance career, now she's working in production at a high level in LA, and it all is grounded in something that was not realistic. So if there are people out there pressuring you or telling you that things can't be done or that they need to fit into the perfect box, if I see one more situation where well-meaning family say it's not realistic for you to go model. You shouldn't go travel and see the world. You shouldn't learn about yourself. You should do this because this fits perfectly in the box of what everyone around us thinks that it should be. I loved this. I don't even know where I read it. Or maybe I just had an epiphany and I put it. I do a lot of note-taking in my, in my, um, in my phone. Want to be miserable and appear not to be? Pursue perfection. Pursue 
the neat little tidy, comfortable life that makes sense and is logical. I think at a certain point, you're going to get to that point and go, this is what my life ended up being because I was putting constraints on myself or other people were. I just, I, I think that's sad. Here's the good news. It's never too late to turn it around. I think sometimes people, maybe it's based out of failure, which I don't even know what that word means, but people's idea of what failure is, the, it's sad of the untimely death of Cameron Boyce, who was the young actor who was a part of the Descendants and a, a Disney guy, and you find out that he had medical issues that he was struggling with, and this was one of the quotes that kept coming out in the press after his passing, fail and fail and fail until you don't fail. That's the cycle. You'll fail until you don't. And then you'll restart the process all over again. Yes. And through that, you're going to find this rich, full life and failure of whatever level doesn't scare you because you know it's just a blip. It's part of the process of the unrealistic life, the hopeful life of believing for more. And finally, if you fall flat on your face, you've learned something incredibly value that you can take to your next venture. A hundred percent. One of the things I loved about the girl that we had here this weekend is that she finished, she went through boot camp. She completed boot camp in the Marine Corps and for medical reasons wasn't able to continue on. I was like, wow, what an accomplishment. That's a huge badge of honor that you should be super proud of. And now through twists and turns and us being at the concert and she had a disagreement with her friend, which made her come kind of bolting out of this particular um, performance. And guess what? Guess who was standing there? That's right. I saw her. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so great. And Jeff and I just believe she has all the potential in the world. And now she's going to pursue the unrealistic, ever hopeful dream of becoming a model. I hope that whatever you have in your life, you're brave enough to do the same because it's so important. I hope you have a great week. I love hearing feedback. It's so fun that so many of you come up. Yesterday, we were at an event in St. Louis and, and people were coming up to me saying that they listen to my podcast and it's encouraging them to do one. And I'm like, go for it. It's, it's fun. It's something wonderful to do. Anyways, make it a great week and I will talk to you next Monday.